You're listening to Social Misfit. What's going on, Misfits? Okay, so I'm not talking super loud because I am in the airport. That's right. I'm at my gate in Chattanooga, Tennessee, waiting to go back home. And I'm here dumb early because I got a ride with a fellow comedian. Shout out to Arvin Mitchell. He and I performed last night at the University of Chattanooga and University of Tennessee in Chattanooga. Sorry, University of Tennessee, Chattanooga. Um, Great crowd, great school. I mean, very nice. Like, considering that my first two shows back uh, on the college circuit were a little rough. Uh, last night was a, a jewel of a show, a gem of a show. It makes it worth it. Well, I mean, you know, for the most part. Um, so I'm in the airport and just wanted to like talk a little bit about Chattanooga. It's a city that's really nice and small from what I could see. I mean, I was downtown Chattanooga, so I didn't really, you know, get a good feel of like all the different types of people. But I will say this, I went to eat at this little restaurant near my hotel. I was able to get a a veggie burger, actually like a vegan burger at a burger joint. So, you know, progressive. That shows progress. Uh, And I ordered collard greens because I was like, listen, I'm in the South. You know, a girl can't get kale, but she can get some collard greens. And I ordered the collard greens. And when they brought out these collard greens, honey... They were dry, and they had sun-dried tomatoes in it. I don't like nobody's sun-dried tomatoes, and I don't know who thought, what culinary expert thought, that sun-dried tomatoes inside collard greens was okay. So I politely declined to eat them, and my waitress came, and she was like, is there anything I can do? Is everything okay? And I was like, yeah, these collard greens are not hitting it and so fast so quickly she's like okay we'll take them off your bill we'll take them off your bill it's like you know i guess if a black person tells a white establishment that their collard greens is fucked up they gotta be like yeah we fucked up so they took them off my plate off the bill and i got something else to go with it and then like maybe five minutes later this big burly white guy comes out. He was like, excuse me, ma'am, is everything okay? Um, were, was your replacement better than the collard greens? I was like, absolutely anything. Me licking this table is better than them collard greens. He was like, I know it's a little different, but, you know, we brew them with some brew. I was like, oh, so you put beer in it too? He was like, yeah, and then it's sweet. So not only did they put sundry tomatoes in their collard greens, they brew it with a beer because beer is very big down here. There's a lot of breweries down here in Chattanooga. But I was like, you, I mean, how can you mess up collard greens? You just boil them in some water or some stock, add some seasoning, and keep it moving. Why are you being fancy with beer? This is not crab legs. Now, when I got to the restaurant, I had asked to be seated outside because they pumped the AC super hard down here and I did not bring a hoodie to sit indoors. So I asked to sit outside and they said, sure. Uh, And I heard the guy that I was talking to say, okay, I'm going to go take her to the back. And I was like, take me to the back. So they take me, they walk me through the entire restaurant. 
and they sit me in the back like pretty much like the back porch so the restaurant is a converted uh train station stop so it's legit trains train tracks that go right behind a restaurant so they sat me on the back porch of this little former train station and i'm thinking i asked to sit outside there's like a whole front section what is going on and then i realized that there were no black people sitting in the front section and i was the only person in the back section so i was like you know what maybe they just wanted to give the waiters back here a chance to make some money then about 15 minutes later a table of four people all black get seated in the back as well so i'm like what is going on in chattanooga and the crazy thing is every person of color has this like feeling like you walk into an establishment and you notice that they go out of their way to sit you in the back and you don't want to like scream you know about race but now in this day and age you probably right like in the back of my mind i'm probably right about them wanting to put the people of color in the back of the restaurant as to not offend or upset you know their white patrons not to mention they fucking them collard greens so they really ain't considering my well-being in the mix but i don't want to be a conspiracy theorist and i don't want to assume that everything is about race even though everything is um so i just let it slide and I felt better maybe like 10 minutes after the black family was set, seated that they came through with like a white family with like little toddlers. And I was like, all right, well, I guess, you know, it ain't all that. But maybe for like a split second, I was like, this is unacceptable. Unacceptable. Chattanooga was cool. I didn't really get a chance to go out that much because I'm tired. I've been so exhausted lately and i realize that as i'm getting older you start to get old lady or old people uh self-diagnosis going on so i'm like well you know my iron is low i'm over here thinking about my iron count i don't even know if that's a real thing but my energy is low i'm like is my chakras aligned oh i've been really thinking about my chakras i've been thinking about my sacral chakra which is the chakra that is connected to your womb or you know like the seed of your soul i don't know don't quote me on this i'm i'm a i'm a fly by night um yogi like i know just enough to impress the common man who doesn't know enough about yoga but when it comes to, like the chakras and stuff i just know the one that's associated to my vagina because that's where my power comes from and so I've been thinking about getting a yoni steam. Yoni is a nice way of saying vagina. I've been thinking about getting a yoni steam, which is basically where you sit on a hot teapot filled with herbs and the steam goes up into your vagine and it's supposed to detox you and cleanse you. And apparently this has been a phenomenon, not phenomenon, but this has been going on for thousands of years. Women around the world around the world have been steaming their vaginas before douching before tampons all of that jazz which makes me wonder what other homeopathic methods have women used in the past that have been erased by modern medicine in capitalism if you mean to tell me that my vagina could be at its 
peak potential. If I just sat on a pot of chamomile, I mean, who wouldn't do that? That's much cheaper than going to the to the doctor, the GYN, and all this other stuff, and getting ointments and cream. I just sit on a pot of sleepy time, and I'd be fine. How come nobody tells you this? So now, even a step further, if you look on Instagram, you see all of these like womb holistic healers popping up. Well, they only pop up if you search because the algorithms on Instagram are really good at figuring out all the crazy ratchet shit that you may have possibly searched at two o'clock in the morning. And it reminds you of your transgressions by showing you these sponsored ads every other fucking photo so now i'm seeing nothing but pearls yoni pearls and in sleepy time teas for your vagine also i'm getting a lot of natural hair care clippings so it's like weaves but for natural girls because that's the new jam and so these yoni pearls right so basically they are pearled size like big pearl big pearl size um herb balls so it's it's like cotton it's like i can't even explain it because it sounds so crazy basically it's like fabric or like cheesecloth like cheesecloth that you would like drain mozzarella like if you ever see how people make cheese and mozzarella and they put like the curdles and whey in this like fabric and then they like squeeze it to get all the liquid out and then inside of it would be like the molded cheese so basically cheesecloth with a bunch of different herbal mixes inside and it's tied up into this little tiny ball and then you take that ball and you put it in your vagina now, listen, I know I said at the top of this that I am in the Chattanooga airport, which I am, but I'm two and a half hours early, almost three hours early for my flight. So there's nobody in this gate. And there was one woman and I think she heard me say vagina one too many times and she got up and she left. But she was damn sure sitting here eating her egg and cheese sandwich. So now I am by myself in my section of the gate. And so I don't want you to think that I'm just sitting next to a family of four on a way to Chicago. And I'm just talking about putting cheese, uh, cheese curd puffs in my vagina. So these herbs um, are supposed to cleanse and detox your womb. So you put these pearls up your vagina and over a couple days, they start breaking down your walls and whatever is up there comes out. And so then these these pearl posts on my Instagram, if you go to the website, which I have full confession, uh, these 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 womb practitioners, these pearl practitioners have pictures of like the gunky, nasty, crappy, cruddy shit that's coming out of vaginas. What makes like what the hell is in these vaginas? And so my cousin, my cousin. Um, I ain't gonna say her name, but I know she don't listen to my podcast. Anyway, shady as fuck. She did it. And she was like, yeah, you feel it. You feel like your stomach like clamping down. And I'm like that. I know like I'm all about herbal stuff. I'm all about like being holistic. And it it takes some time to deprogram your mind uh, to to rely on natural remedies 
But you also got to figure people have been doing this for for maybe even millennia. I, I think people have been here over a million years ago. And I, I talked about it and people got in my comments. But I believe that mankind of some form has been around for a really long time. So I'm going to try the Yoni steam. I'm going to start slow. I'm going to work my way up to the cheese the cheese puffs in the vagine so first step is sitting on a pot of hot water and going from there and when i get it done i'm gonna let you guys know exactly how i feel um so that's that uh two people have come and sat down at my gate so the vagina conversation will cease starting now another thing that has been popping up on my timeline on my instagram a lot is these natural hair accounts and there's a couple of them that the the hair looks really good like I, I, if i if i find myself needing a wig i will definitely be purchasing one from one of these accounts because the hair looks really good i'm just not into this idea of like gluing a wig on your head and like i like my edges so i'm not really too keen on putting elma's glue to secure a wig like can i just get some clips or something like that or can i just tie it in the back like a do-rag i clearly don't wear wigs so i don't know but it's a whole culture and you know i i i will have to learn how to survive in the mix all right people are starting to come in now into the airport and looking at me a little bit weird trying to figure out why i just have my microphone to my face plugged into my laptop um, this is what I'm doing. I'm doing this because I want to be consistent. And what the hell else am I supposed to do in the airport when I got two hours? I mean, this is how you know I'm still not that um, successful because I opted to take a free ride. I mean, not successful. Like I, I have a good career, but like financially, I'm not, you know, kicked up because I opted to take a ride, a free ride to the airport, which got me here uh, three hours before. Let me see. Seven, eight, three hours before my flight was is boarding, not even taking off boarding uh, to save money. Because when I got to Chattanooga, I just walked out of the airport and I went and got a cab and he charged me $35, $35 to go six miles, which I know is pretty much the same distance if I was in Brooklyn and I was going to the either one of the airports there. But it was like no traffic and he and he didn't have his meter on, which like raised a little eyebrow in me because it was maybe like five minutes into the ride. And I wanted to be like, sir, you don't have your meter on. But, you know, when in Chattanooga, you go in Chattanooga. So I didn't want to cause no kerfuffle. But then this morning I was like, let me just see if I wanted to sleep in an extra hour and not take this free ride to the airport. Shout out to Arva Mitchell. How much would it be to get to the airport? I looked it up on Lyft, $18, $18 it would cost me to take a Lyft. So my cab driver got me for a one-two gut punch by charging me 35 and I gave him a $5 tip because I didn't have no change and he didn't like he had no change either. Don't you hate that when you got to give somebody money and you know you want change, but they're looking at you like, you know, you ain't getting no change back and you just got to walk away and be like, you know what? You have a blessed day. That's like this morning when I left my hotel room, I I left a $10 tip 
for the cleaning staff because I don't have change. And I always like to tip my hotel staff. If you ever stay in a hotel, please tip them. Just please. And, you know, you may be like, well, $10 is a lot of money. It's not a lot of money. These people have to vacuum after you. They got to change the bed sheets. They got to change all the towels and wipe everything. They got to clean the tub. I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine how hard it is for somebody to bend over and clean a tub and clean 20 tubs every damn day? You don't even clean your tub every day. So take out some money. Use some of that money that you was going to buy Cinnabon with in the airport or whatever the hell you're going and just, you know, tip people for their services. Now the hotels, they're getting hip to the game because they leave an envelope with the person's name on it. So now you feel guilty when you don't leave money because it's basically the same as like looking at one of those like sponsored child in Africa post postcards and you just be like, nah, I'm good. So now you got a name. You got a name. Alexa cleans you well not Alexa but Alexis or or Chantrell cleans your room and now you have a name to associate with the person that tucks your bed corners in for you nice and tight why is that a thing the tucking of the bed corners I know it's like military folding because you know they like order in the military um because you know you can't have an untidy bed but you can get away with so much more but your bed got to be, them, them corners, you got to be able to say, bounce a penny, bounce a quarter off your bed. But I don't like the feeling of feeling like a hot damn pocket. So I always pull the covers up out of that bed because I need my feet to be able to roam around. And I don't like to be confined. But it's somebody's job to make sure that your feet are like a hot pocket. So give them some money. Tip them just the, it's the little things that you can do. It's just the little teeny tiny things to help somebody's day feel better. I'm tired. I'm not even like sleepy tired. I'm just like my eyeballs are tired. Like my body's fine, but my eyeballs are tired. And it actually might be allergies. And I'm annoyed because I just drank a whole bottle of water before I went through security. And now that I've sat in my seat at my gate. I don't feel like getting up and getting another bottle of water so I can just take my allergy pill. So I'm actually going to try and swallow my pill with no liquid. I've never been able to do that. I don't understand how people do that. Just pop a pill in their mouth and swallow it. I need at least like at least like a bottle cap of water or something. I know I'm a mess. I'm watching the TV in a Jennifer Gardner movie came on. Why is she still making movies? And she's playing like a mom who's like an assassin killer. So basically, she just did her whole alias role again. And it's called Peppermint. Now, when Taraji P. Henson came out with a movie called Proud Mary, where she was kicking motherfuckers asses. None of us went to see it, myself included. And I said I wanted to see it. But here come Jennifer Garner. Who ain't been making nothing but a string of kids movies for the past five, six years. And now she's a stone cold killer. And people are praising it. I don't know if people are praising it, but I have been hearing about Peppermint. And I don't know why the name of the movie is called Peppermint. But I can't wait till I become 
an action figure. Yeah, that's one of my goals. I'm not afraid to admit it. I want to be in an action film. I want to train for months. I want to get a six pack or close to it. And I want to be kicking people's asses up and down that movie screen for two hours. I don't even know what the movie going to be about. But as long as I get to be in peak, like, I want when I appear on the screen, people in the audience to be like, damn. Really, I just want an excuse to be in a peak physical condition and get paid to do so. So that comes with a personal trainer, a chef. You know, like whenever I look at The Rock's photos on Instagram where he got his whole little mini camp set up like he sets up a whole gym like a full gym with weights and everything on every movie set that he goes to and I've been watching Will Smith now on Instagram and he's killing it and he be working out he has a trainer he's done like the the cryotherapy when you get into like a ice freezing tank and it's supposed to help your muscles I'm like yo I want all of that I want all of that and it's a shame that celebrities get to have like all this experimental medical treatment but the average everyday american has to suffer like magic johnson says he no longer has aids so if magic johnson is cured of aids why is the common person not being able to be cured of aids shout out to dr sebi uh dr sebi is a holistic healer who passed away by the way so i don't know why i'm shouting him out but and he created this alkaline vegan process basically lifestyle that he claims is able to cure any disease and HIV being one of them he's also the doctor that Lisa left Lopez went to go see in Honduras when she died in a fatal car accident but she was down there and she was fasting and getting in touch with her third eye and Everybody was like, oh, she's super weird. What's going on with her? Is she losing her mind? And I think that happens a lot of times when people go like super healthy where they go on like a detox. I think you open up your mind a little bit and you start operating on a different wavelength. But as I travel the country and I see how shitty people eat. Yes, I'm bringing it back to these sun-dried tomatoes and my collard greens. I realize that the food in America is more problematic than we want to admit and I'm not talking about like I'm not talking about like the quality of food which is terrible especially when you get to like the middle parts of the country but the access to foods like the average American thinks that they aren't um, at a disadvantage when it comes to being able to have food but we pretty much are like yeah we're not starving but we're not eating quality foods and And I think that has more to do with the business of eating in this country than like people's demand for like health options. Because it's hard out here. I don't even know why I'm talking about food like this because I'm not even hungry. I've been doing intermittent fasting, so I won't eat until probably about 12 o'clock today. 12 or 1 o'clock. I did get high though. Oh, okay. So I'm going to end it with this. So... I was in North Dakota and then I flew to Chattanooga and I had a night off in between shows. So when I have a night off, I feel like while out, not really, but I, um, I had my little vape pen. So I smoked in my hotel 
and I'm super paranoid about like setting off the fire alarm. So I smoked in the closet of my room because that was the only room that did not have a smoke detector in it. So I'm smoking in my room. And then, of course, naturally, after you smoke, you want a hula hoop. Um, I do travel with a hula hoop now. It's a brand new thing, but I'm really into it. I ordered a weighted hula hoop off of Amazon and it breaks apart. So it snaps together to form the hoop and then you can unsnap it. And it's just the individual uh, metal rods. So I'm hula hooping in my room, right? And I smoked. So normally I'm done eating for the day around eight nine o'clock but because I smoked and I did not get to my hotel till like 9 30 10 and then I hula hoop for like a good 15 minutes uh I got the munchies and when I tell you I devoured all of my snacks like I had treated myself to these Oreo thin mint chocolate chip covered well okay Oreo wait Mini thin Oreos, mint flavored, encased in chocolate. I know that's that's not what's written on a bag, but that's how I remember it. And they were delicious. And then after that, I had some kettle corn, some boom chicka popcorn, kettle corn flavor. And I just laid in the bed and I ate these snacks and I was like, oh my God, this feels amazing. Like... If we could find something that feels just as amazing as you laying in the bed watching TV and eating snacks, oh my God, the world would be a better place. I know people really do that, but I don't do that. But I don't, well, because back home, I don't have a television in my room. I remember a long time ago, my grandmother, shout out to Grandma Dorothy. She was like, don't, when you, she was like, when you get married, don't have a TV in your room because your bedroom is supposed to be for you to rest and relax, unwind from the day and, you know, have quality time with your, with your spouse. So you don't need TV. It's just a distraction. And so I kind of took that and I just didn't have a TV in my room. And plus I lived alone for a while. So I just had a television in my living room because it made sure I didn't spend all my days in the bed. And now I've kind of gotten used to it. So when I am in a hotel and I got this big ass TV right at the foot of my bed, damn near. Oh, a queen is going to lay out and be very lavish. And all I do when I'm in my hotel is watch Cartoon Network because I love cartoons and I don't want to see nobody's news. And when I did turn on the television in my hotel, you know, the first channel that was preset was Fox News. I was like, oh, I am definitely in the South. They want you to know from the start that this is what they watch down here. I did treat myself to a lemon meringue pie. It was a tiny one, not a whole pie. It was all like individual pie for dessert. So after my show last night, I got that. But when I went to go buy it at this like little bakery nearby my hotel, I was talking and one thing about the South is that people love small talk. They have mastered small talk, small talk to an art. And being a native New Yorker, we do not say anything but, hey, how you doing? How's your day? And we don't even wait for the answer. We keep it moving. And so I went there and I was looking around and figuring out like the different types of desserts that they had. 
and they were just upselling me like, oh, you should try this, you should try this, you should try this. And this woman was waiting for her food. And she was like, oh, the banana pudding is amazing. Now, I may lose some fans, some supporters, but banana pudding is the nastiest shit on the planet. Disgusting. I've never had that fruit, that fruit from Asia, that that Asian fruit that smells like pure grade A ass. I don't know what that's called, but it's like it looks like a it looks like a jackfruit, but it's not a jackfruit. And you cut it open and it stinks to high heavens. Uh, it's even banned in like hotels like because people would eat it. They would open it up and it would get into the vents of the hotel and it would stink up the whole hotel and make people like nauseous and want to throw up. That's how I feel like that what that fruit actually does and how it smells and how it makes people feel is how I feel about banana pudding. Banana pudding is the grossest thing ever made. Banana pudding is some straight struggle food. Like there's a lot of foods in our American cuisine diaspora that came from struggle and strife and banana pudding is one of them somebody said you know what i don't have enough money for flour i don't have enough money for pie crust but what i do got i got some banana pudding and i'm just gonna add some cookies to it and a dollop of whipped cream it's fucking gross so it took everything in me to not vomit in my mouth when she was like the banana pudding is amazing and I was like yeah I think I'm gonna get something else and so they were like well if you come on Wednesday you get if you spend $25 on a dessert you get like two desserts free and I was like I'm not gonna be here on Wednesday I'm here for one night only which is an open invitation for them to be like well where are you from I'm from New York and so the woman that was waiting for her food and was trying to like sell me on a banana pudding She's like, well, you should, you should um, enjoy this because you, this is real food. We have real food down here in the South. Nothing processed, nothing fake. And then the guy that worked there was like, oh, yeah, we have a woman in the back right now cracking eggs. Everything is made on site. Oh, you in for a treat. And so I was like, okay, all right, fine. If you want to sell me on heart disease and obesity, I mean, I guess. And so the woman was like, well, you got to get the banana pudding. And I was like, I'm not getting the banana pudding, ma'am, but thanks for your concern. So I opted to get this little lemon meringue pie. And they were like, that's it. That's all you get. And I was like, yep, that's it. They was like, oh, well, you definitely not from the South. You have self-control because we, I would have walked out of here with three or four desserts. I said, not me, no, ma'am. And then she goes, well, what do you think about the South? You think we're weird? And I was like, well, you know, my 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 mom's family's from the South Carolina. So I, I've come to the South before. They would say, oh, okay, well, you know. Um, New Yorkers in the South, they always think we weird. And I was like, no, y'all not weird. I mean, I get it. Y'all not, y'all ain't that weird. Y'all ain't weirder than nobody else. Every region has their different little things. But I mean, your racism is real as fuck. So yeah, I got that up on everybody else. I mean, congratulations, I guess. And I don't know if you could brag about how amazing your food is because I just finished eating collard greens with sun dried tomatoes in it. So take that, Chattanooga. Well, I'm sure there's a lot that Chattanooga has to offer. 
and um, I still have two hours before my plane boards but my throat is dry and now I have to literally get up and go buy a bottle of water uh, when I just finished one five minutes ago so this has been another Misfit Moments with your girl Chloe Hilliard coming to you live from the road because comedy makes me travel and I enjoy it and I value you for listening and I'm probably going to cut all of this out but thanks for listening guys take care people are looking at me now I gotta go bye bye